the Clearwater Bombers were a world champion in the softball team uh, in the mid-40s through the mid-90s. And um, we're here today to honor them. We've got a lot of them uh, coming down for the event, and uh, we're going to do some interviews a little later. But this is the home, the plum house of the Clearwater Historical Society, and uh, we're the ones putting this on today. It's over here in Clearwater, uh, right next to Ross Norton. It's a nice little lake that we're situated on here, and today is perfect weather for the event. As you can see, the lake is, uh, totally surrounds the Plum House, uh, which is an old historic home that was moved here uh, to this spot that's owned by the city. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to some uh, people that are helping with the event today. One of my good friends here is Dean Robinson. Say hi, Dean. Why, hello there, Mr. Albritton. Delighted to have you. So glad you could come and be with us on this very auspicious occasion. As you could tell, Dean was has been in politics. <laughs> but he's in charge of the... Uh, I'm the coordinator of the Clearwater Bomber Day. You're the coordinator. Right. Uh -huh. And you have the uh, name tag duty. I have the name tag duty, and I'll be the MC for this morning's activity. Excellent. Thank you, Dean. Thank you. Another important figure here, just walking by me, is Bill Wallace. Hello so, there, David. And Bill, uh, what is your duties today as, uh, on uh, Clearwater Bomber I'm Day? I'm afraid to ask. I don't know yet. Whatever, <laughs> Whatever needs to be done. <laughs> Whatever we can do, we're doing. Right. And you, as you can see, Bill's got to be very careful walking down the steps because he may bump his head there. He's, right. he's about uh, seven feet tall. No, about six, eight. That, well, that's that's close still to... that much less. <laughs> Well, Bill's a very important figure with the Clearwater Historical Society. Uh, he's the one that's been keeping the Plum House pretty much together that. here. So uh, We're trying. we we've... got a lot of help between three or four guys that are pretty regular over here. Chuck and Mike and Bob Delac and, and every once in a while some others. You yourself over here once in a while. So we're going to keep it going. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. I'm going to walk down here and... Introduce one of my good friends, Junie Tromley. Now, Junie is a very important person today because he is part of the, uh, the Clearwater Bombers. Um, Junie, can you uh, give me a short introduction? I'm, I'm, I'm taping this here. You're taping it? Yes, I am, sir. Short introduction. Yeah, Junie Tromley, Clearwater High School, 1943. All right, CHS, alumnus. Played for the Bombers from 46 to 51. That's amazing. Uh, well, I was born in 50, so I don't know if I saw you at that time, but uh, it's been a pleasure knowing you in the past few years, so uh, I'll do some catch-up. Were you at breakfast this morning? Yes, I was. Were you? Yeah. Marvin there? Marvin, Hank, Hank. Bill, and... Um, How about Tom? No, Tom didn't make it today. We had a small group. J.B. Uh -oh. Johnson was there. Here's an old man. Here's the oldest man, living member of the Bombers. Hey, Joe. Joe. Good morning. Clifford Trimbley. Trimbley, Trombley, Trimbley. Trimbley, you. Hey, Joe. Hey. My name's Dave Albritton. Hey, Dave. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And I'm, I'm videotaping this. We're going to put it up on YouTube. You might have his daddy. Pardon? Did you know his dad? Yeah. I know him, too. And you've been, uh, you were part of the uh, Clearwater Bombers. Yes, sir. Yes, what sir. years did he, you play? He rooted me right out of that. 
I played uh, 51 through 55, and I managed the team from 62 and 63. Oh, you were manager, too. We won the world championship both years I managed. Excellent. Absolutely perfect. This is another very important person here. This is our official Clearwater historian and president of the Clearwater Historical Society. How are you doing, Mike? Good to see you. We're Mike Sanders. Really happy to have the second annual Clearwater Bomber Day today. And um, you just talked to two of the originals, probably the, the two originals left, Judy Trumley and uh, Joe Everett. Right. Joe Everett was manager. Judy was early, early team. And of course, they started before the uh, World War II as the Blackburn Bombers. And then uh, after World War II in 1948, they were renamed the Clearwater Bombers. And then they opened up the Jack Russell Stadium in uh, 1956, uh, before the Phillies even played there. They played at the new stadium. Right. So they've done unbelievable things over the years. They've uh, been ambassadors all over the country. And um, we're just delighted to have, you know, you know, it's, it's amazing that we had a world champion softball team here in Clearwater for so many years. That's that's the amazing thing. It wasn't just one year, two years, mid 40s through mid 90s. I mean. they, they kept going back uh, through the 50s and the 60s, and um, you know, it wasn't until the you know, 1970s that slow pitch softball started to knock into their popularity and the Tampa Bay Bucks came to town and uh, football became big mm -hmm. and slowly they declined but um, yeah through the late 1930s all the way to the uh, early 90s yeah it's amazing well that's why we're giving tribute to these guys today thank you Dave thanks Mike this is a nice the little spread that we have set up here. This is part of it. Uh, we're gonna expect to have a big crowd, and we'll be back with you. Well, we're inside the Plum House. I'm just going to give you a quick tour. It's a two-story house. Many of the uh, furniture are antiques donated by people. Um, this little lady's chair is... Uh, I remember we used to have one in our house. My grandmother picked one up, and it's very similar. with the, uh, Mine had like a, some grape... Uh, Decorations on the top, but um, we've got an old upright piano, lots of old chairs, furniture. Look at this old spinning wheel here. Uh, Plum House is in the original condition. Um, high ceilings, big windows, and um, it just brings back a lot of childhood memories because uh, when I was a kid, the, uh, the all the houses had the high ceilings and you know big windows, no air conditioning and uh, you had to have big windows in Florida, let that air in. Uh, the second floor, uh, as we come up the stairs, uh, we've got some more antique furniture, but up here is the document storage. Uh, in all these rooms, uh, we've got, uh, here, look at this, this original uh, furniture in this room here. Um, and then in here, this is real interesting, a lot of the document storage is in here. We've got every... Clearwater High School yearbook going back all the way into the beginning, back in the uh, in the early 30s. Um, a lot of old documents, uh, pictures. I love these pictures. Uh, I try to collect as many as I can. But here's here's the old Pinellas County Courthouse picture, and um, here's one of uh, Clearwater, uh, the original 
beach uh, before development happened on the fingers. You can see uh, the fingers there. Uh, there's nothing on them. They're just sand. And uh, this is one of my favorites. This is an old bicycle club that used to go from Clearwater to Largo. And uh, it's uh, actually it was the uh, champion bicycle racing team uh, at the Bellevue Hotel track. And that's about, uh, I guess, 1898. Can you imagine that? Here's some pictures of uh, the city bathing pavilion on Clearwater Beach. It was very popular. My father uh, used to tell when he was a kid, he'd be down at the beach, and uh, his job was to wash the wool bathing suits. Uh, people used to rent wool bathing suits. I can't even imagine that. Uh, but uh, he'd wash them out, and they'd rent them again. Uh, some of some of the... Uh, the old fishing piers uh, back in uh, you know the early 1900s. Here's some that I can remember even seeing. There's little remnants of this today out near Seminole Docks. Uh, there were fishing piers that went out uh, before things were developed. Uh, here's, a, here, here's a great picture of early Morton Plant Hospital. Uh, I think my father was born on the screen porch there. He always said he was born on the screen porch and I always uh, wondered you know what that looked like um, but anyway there's if you could visit the plum house we've got millions I think of pictures of old Clearwater that uh, will really be uh, uh, entertaining uh, to look at and uh, lots of heritage here Clearwater is kept uh, right here and we're looking for a bigger place because uh, we get things donated all the time and um, don't have enough room so uh, Come down. It's on uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard in Clearwater, uh, next to the, uh, uh, right here at the lake, uh, just south of Lakeview. Here we have Bob Delac, one of the very important key players in the Clearwater Historical Society. Hey, Bob. Good to have you here today. Here's one of my good buddies. Say hi, Bill. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Now, I'm going to tell you something about Bill. He's been uh, around Clearwater for a long time, and um, Bill, I, I don't want you to start talking all about all your stories, but uh, tell, tell, tell me how you're involved with the uh, Clearwater Bombers. Well, I, when I came here, I, I played with them. I was a, not, I listed as a catcher, but I was really a retriever because I couldn't catch them all. As it came, I got it off of the backboard and was real fast, but I was a catcher. Uh, a second team catcher for them. I was there for, played with them two years, 48 and 49. Delmar, you were, you were a very, early, I know, I know, but I want to, I know, but you were pre-bombers, what was the name of that team? Garden Avenue Liquors. Garden Avenue Liquors. Now, did you play on that team because you were hanging around there all the time? <laughs> George Criticus, councilman. Good morning, David. Running for mayor. Well, right now, David, it's more important that we're here celebrating the Clearwater Bombers and what they've meant to the community and really Absolutely. the entire Tampa Bay area. I remember as a young child growing up in Tarpon Springs, going to my very first bomber game 
at Jack Russell Stadium. The crowd was packed, and Dad and I and another friend of mine and his father went. And, you know, we were baseball fans back then, and it was like the 16th inning, and it was still 0-0, zero to zero, no hits by any team, either team. Wow. Uh, so it was pretty exciting to see how fast and how intense the game was and, and the reputation that the Bombers had. And it went all over the country. They were the, the Bronx Bombers of, of, of softball. That's it. That's it. We are, and there's there's a lot of them that are going to be here today. They're going to be here today. In fact, I was reminiscing with a couple of them because uh, Dad used to work with John Chestnut, who was who was a bomber. And then I went to high school with uh, Wayne Dees, and I'm not sure if he's going to be here late. Yeah, he, he's much younger. You know, I, I never saw Wayne play, but softball. I remember his playing uh, baseball and basketball up at Tarpon High. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here, George. Thank you, David. Thank you for everything else. Yeah, so, Marvin Moore. Say hi, Marvin. And Marvin, uh, were you with the Bombers at any point? You were with Nall Lumber in 1916. Well, you look good for... Uh, <laughs> you look good for the shape you're in. Yeah, that's right. And Paul McMullen? Yes, sir. Paul, good to see you here. You've yes, got a, a, a long heritage with Clearwater. And your family. And the family, yes. Yeah. Big family, McMullen family goes back a long way. Good to see you here today, gentlemen. Yeah, remember when the, when the, when the uh, prison group got sent to Australia? Well, his group dropped off in this country. Well, I'm glad they did. <laughs> Whereas the Clearwater Bombers men's fast-pitch softball team distinguished itself by winning 10 world championships. Whereas many of these legendary Clearwater Bomber players are still residing in Clearwater. And whereas on March 19, 2011, the Clearwater Historical Society will give proper recognition to these former Bomber players at the third annual Clearwater Bombers reunion. Now therefore, I, Frank B. Hibbert, Mayor of the City of Clearwater, on behalf of the Clearwater City Council and the entire city of Clearwater, do hereby proclaim March 19, 2011 to be Clearwater Bombers Day. Thank you very much for letting me be here. Congratulations. And we look forward to celebrating many, many more Clearwater Bombers Days in Clearwater. I'll pass this on to you. Wait a minute. No. Who's the only person who wore Bomber stated the Clearwater Bombers played over a long span of time from the 1940s to the 1990s. And of course, as we all know, time does take its toll. And we've lost several of the Bombers uh, during the years. I'd like for you to join me in recognizing the memory of these folks. Uh, Weldon Haney, Spax Johnson, Clint Holden, Don Speed, Ray Mink, Byron Guthrie, Andy Hall, and Harry Hancock. Now, we get down to the here and now. We have a lineup for today's activities, and it's my pleasure to introduce them. And once we have them introduced, and you will know who's playing the game today, we have Councilman Criticus to throw out the first official ceremonial pitch. Tommy Moore from Tallahassee played 1959 to 1974, second base. Tommy, where are you? Hold up your hand. Good. Came all the way from Tallahassee. Joe Vitatek, 
1973 to 1980, played third base and first base. Joe, where are you? Jim, Jim I'm sorry. Jim. I have Jim. I'm, must be the glasses, Jim. I'm sorry. Joe Everett, 1948 to 1963, played second base and was the manager on occasion. Where's Joe? Here he is. I have to get plugged. Uh, played 1938 and 39 and, and played first base. Dick Rahara. Okay. Played 1963 to 1973. Center field and first base. Sonny Hornbeck. 1976 to 86. Pitcher and outfielder. Gary Kane. 1977 to 1985. Right here. Played with the utility players. Played wherever they needed him. Is that right? Yes. Doug Mason. Where's Doug? played catcher and outfielder. Wayne Dees. We saw him just a moment ago. We know he's here. So, uh, 1972 to 1978. Junie, Junie. Where's the drum? Where's the drum? Another second baseman. From what year to what year? I don't know. 1898. Somebody just told me that I missed Junie Trombley playing second base from 1898. <laughs> 1946 to 1951. He was also a manager for a period of time. And now for the ceremonial first pitch to get this. It's going to be a slow changeup. Oh!